Hello everyone, I'm Ellis Traub and this is Money, Business and More. Today I'm going to offer a topic that, while it certainly has to do with money, is definitely a concern for business, nevertheless falls most properly in the category of more. Back in June of 2016, I wrote, and the Miami Herald published in its business section, an op-ed piece entitled, Are Our Millennials Getting a Bum Rap? Because my generation has already left the workplace, and the parents of the millennial generation are being replaced in the workplace by an accelerating number of the millennial generation, I'd like to weigh in on this topic in an effort to provide some sort of perspective to both generations. So here's what I said back in 2016. I've been around this planet since 1930, and I've been as guilty as most in my generation, and the next for that matter, when it comes to shaking my head in dismay at the attitudes of today's young people. Like any old geezer, I've been looking back at the good old days, at a time when youngsters were raised with appropriate respect for their elders, when they didn't sass their parents, and when they were taught to take responsibility for their lives. These were the same old days, of course, when our elders held the same views about our generation. How easy it is to be blissfully unaware of the negatives of our time and to overlook the positives of today's emerging culture. Mine was a generation only once removed from an age group that was expected to make room in their households for their parents when they reached their late 60s and nearing death were unable to care for themselves. And now we've reached a time when, truth be told, our kids have grown into adulthood without our having adequately prepared them to care for themselves. Hell, this is a time when our kids and grandkids should be well enough off to take care of us if need be. Instead, according to Pew Research Center, 36% of young millennials between 18 and 31 live with their parents. And this isn't going to get better for a while yet. Whose fault is it that our nation is deeper in debt than we've ever been, likely too far in debt to ever pay it off? Whose fault is it that these kids are going way into hock themselves for an education that hasn't given them their money's worth, to say nothing about the fact that it was our responsibility and not theirs to pay for it? Whose fault is it that our kids are still being encouraged to buy stuff, new cars for example, without being able to afford them or without having been taught all they need to know about managing credit? Those are rhetorical questions that Pogo, remember him, could have answered. And he did when he said, we have met the enemy and he is us. Let's face it, we and our offspring, the baby boomers, allowed our children to grow into adulthood without knowing enough about money to survive. We allowed, hell, we demanded that we borrow enough from our kids' futures to pay for stuff that made our generation feel good but which we simply couldn't afford. So now, whether they like it or not, this is the generation we're going to have to depend upon to fix the mess we left for them. If they feel entitled, 
Maybe they have a right to feel that they were entitled to be equipped by us to deal with the problems they're going to have to clean up after us. If they seem independent, even rebellious, maybe it's because they've got enough sense not to use the folks that left these problems for them as an example to follow. And if they seem to be more interested in relishing and respecting the responsibilities and joys of raising their families than they are in pursuit of the bucks in their career paths, maybe it's because they learned some poignant lessons from our poor examples in their own experience. Funny thing about it is that on our present course, it will be the young people now living in our homes who may eventually wind up paying the bills because we won't be able to afford to live there without them. So we'd better think twice about the magnitude of their potential and what we can do before it's too late to encourage and support their efforts if indeed we have enough worthy of their respect to pass on to them. Okay, folks, that's what I said then. And since that time, I've seen a couple of my grandkids who fall into that category, at least age-wise, come of age and make me doggone proud of them. Maybe one day I'll do an interview with one or the other of them to update my perspective and yours. And I've had a chance to sample some of the writing and commentary out there that's arisen as a result of the controversy. And make no mistake, there's still considerable controversy and will be until the replacement process has moved the younger folks into positions of authority and or the convergence of technology and culture creates a sea change in the workplace. In the meantime, one of the best summations of today's conventional wisdom comes from a website whose content comes from its own product. That site is surveymonkey.com, and the value of that content is probably the fact that it is the result of a cogent survey that's offered to illustrate the value of their product. And this is what they say about the issue. What is the most important thing you can do to improve your relationship with your millennial employees? Understand them and work with their strengths. Today, millennials make up a huge percentage of the workforce. And so it's essential to both appreciate how to effectively manage them and understand how to encourage their leadership skills. If your company isn't effectively managing millennials, then even the most impressive list of benefits won't keep them at your company. They'll be looking elsewhere and will leave as soon as they find something better. A strong company needs strong management practices that play to the strengths of their employees. Here are some tips with easy-to-implement practices that will help your organization get better at managing millennials. Number one, understand who they are. First of all, it's important to make sure that you understand who your workers are and what matters to them the most. Millennials play an increasingly large role in the workplace, and they bring unique attitudes, experiences, and perspectives. Millennials are less likely to stay in a job simply for a paycheck. According to research we did in partnership with the Ladders, they tend to choose a job for a certain work experience, and if they do not get that expected experience, they're likely to look elsewhere. They're looking for jobs that provide meaning and purpose. They're drawn to brands they connect with, 
and will stay with and advocate for companies that honor their promises and make them feel like what they do matters. They want to use their individual talents and strengths to achieve their best. If they aren't given opportunities for personal and career growth at their company, they're likely to move on. And they prefer real-world practical actions that actually show results. Clearly defined goals and regular feedback are essential to them. Number two, help them learn and grow. Managing millennials is like managing anyone else. You've got to find the tactics that make it easier to drive their development and enhance how you communicate. Offer ongoing feedback. An annual performance review just isn't enough for this generation. They want regular feedback and regular assessments of how they're doing. Give them opportunities for professional growth. According to research by Cone Communications, 93% of millennials are motivated by the ability to take classes, learn new skills, and advance their careers. Incorporate meaningful personal experiences. 90% of millennials in the workforce are motivated by chances to explore new places and meet new people. Let's take a short break and we'll be back in just a minute. Did you know that you have access to a personal mentor to help you with your business issues? Whether you're starting a new business or trying to improve the way an existing business runs, you'll find them at SCORE.org. This is the website for SCORE, the Service Corps of Retired Executives. It's an arm of the U.S. Small Business Administration and consists of thousands of volunteers in more than 300 cities across the United States. And the best part is that their services are offered at no cost to you. At SCORE.org, you can enter your zip code and find a list of local mentors, each showing his or her areas of expertise. And you can schedule your own appointment at a convenient time and location. SCORE also offers a variety of regular workshops presented by professionals in their fields. You can see a current schedule of those events and pre-register on the spot. Some general classes are offered free of charge, while others have a modest fee, which is usually discounted for pre-registration. Check it out! SCORE is the place to go to find someone whose experience may be just what you need. So, beginning where we left off. Number three, establish clear goals. Be sure to establish and share clear and consistent goals for individual employees, teams, and your overall company. This means collaborate on goal setting. Allowing your employees input on their personal work goals motivates and engages them more than simply having goals assigned to them. Make the goals clear. You should be discussing these goals frequently with individual employees, your entire team, and your corporate leadership. Set milestones along the way. Be sure to celebrate all achievements, however small. We found that 87% of millennials are motivated by personal recognition. Number four, make them part of a team. Millennials can be strong team players, but like anyone, they like to feel a sense of team spirit and want to feel like they're part of the company's success. This means that as part of managing millennials, you need to offer them opportunities to work as part of a group with others. Provide mentors and or team leaders. Millennials are the kind of employees who will check with others before starting a project, are eager to offer their own ideas, and willingly listen to the input of others. 
Let them work together. Because teamwork has been cultivated in their schooling, sports, and play, millennials work much better together to accomplish clear goals. Create communities. Millennials love to advance the welfare of a group, even over their own individual success. They've grown up creating both virtual and real-world communities focused on shared interests, values, and goals. Managers should nurture this sense of community in order to attract, engage, and retain millennial employees. Number five, give them a sense of purpose. Millennials tend to want to make a statement with their lives and with their jobs. They need to feel that what they do is meaningful and actually makes a difference in the world. This also serves to increase employee engagement, which in turn improves employee retention rates. Initiate recycling programs at work and enable employees to pursue philanthropic causes affiliated with your company. Research by Cone Communications indicated that 75% of millennials are willing to take a pay cut in order to work for a socially responsible company, and 89% expect their employers to provide activities for environmental responsibilities in the workplace. Allow them to dedicate part of their talent, energy, and time to social and environmental issues. We found that 83% of millennials want companies to help them contribute to social and environmental issues, and 89% want to be active participants in helping their company improve its responsible business practices. Provide opportunities and resources for them to make positive social and environmental changes at home. 83% of millennials want this support from their company, and 84% want their company to help them find ways to get more involved in their communities. Let them share. 76% of millennials want to be able to share their personal photos, videos, and work experiences on their own social channels. 75% want to use designated company hashtags to do this. Number six, keep in mind their strengths and weaknesses. Most millennials grew up in an environment where they were almost constantly tuned in to electronic devices. This has impacted their overall skill set in both positive and negative ways. So, give them access to new equipment and programs. For millennials, navigating internal as well as external communications comes naturally and multitasking is an art form. They thrive with new technologies. Provide them with data to organize, synthesize, and arrange. Most millennials can easily organize and understand immense amounts of data and compile it into easy-to-use organized formats. Consider two-way mentoring programs. One of the best ways to help millennials with their weaknesses is to take advantage of their strengths. Let baby boomers and Gen Xs who struggle with new technology learn from your millennial workers and have them in turn coach your millennials on how to improve their in-person interpersonal communication skills. Do your employees feel that their job allows them to utilize their strengths while improving on their weaknesses? Send them a survey to find out. Number seven, inspire them to become brand ambassadors. Millennials, with their interest and attention to social media, are in the perfect position to become excellent brand ambassadors for your company. Job seekers today still turn to family and friends, as well as a company's current employees, for information 
and so do potential customers. So make sure that they begin with positive experiences. During recruitment, hiring, and onboarding, millennials are already developing their feelings and attitudes about your company and its promises. Gallup polls show that only 12% of employees strongly agree that their company does a great job of onboarding new employees. Positive experiences at this stage can help them turn into brand ambassadors. Consider using a recruitment satisfaction survey template to evaluate your employees' feelings about your recruitment, hiring, and onboarding processes. Encourage them to use social media to offer their insights and feedback. Because the use of social media comes naturally to millennials, it's more likely to inspire potential new job candidates. They are ready to speak out on your company's behalf and encourage those they know and don't know to apply for positions or buy your products. You can count on frequent, sincere sharing about your company, its products and services, and their personal job experience. Number eight. Provide flexibility. Millennials want more out of their life than simply sitting for eight hours behind a desk. They care most about jobs that offer them flexibility, a sense of autonomy, and a better life. In order to motivate millennial employees, offer flexible benefits that will ultimately lead to more productivity. Here are some ways that they prefer to work based on our research and that of Gallup's. Let their work and personal lives overlap. More than a third of adults say that staying in touch with their personal life while at work is important, and this number rises to 48% among male millennials. The top three activities they see as appropriate at work are texting, personal phone calls, and using social media. Count on them to be constantly connected. The upside for managers and employers is that more than any other age group, millennials believe it's reasonable for you to expect them to answer work-related emails outside of business hours, 43% versus 39% overall. And millennial men are even more likely to agree, 47% in fact. Consider allowing relationships inside the workplace. One-fifth, that's 21% of millennials, Admit to having had a romantic relationship with a co-worker. Prevent secrecy and discomfort by giving employees the option of making their relationship known. Make telecommuting and flex scheduling possible. More than any other group, job flexibility matters to millennials. Flex schedules and telecommuting come naturally to them, and they actually offer you optimal work engagement if they're allowed to spend 60 to 80% of their time working outside of the office. Whatever changes you choose to incorporate as you continue managing millennials, remember that employee feedback is essential to improving performance and job satisfaction. Consider using a management performance survey to find out how your employees really feel about their supervisors and the jobs that they're doing. So, when all is said and done, those of us who find ourselves in a position to benefit from this advice can either get their back up and say to hell with them, let them go somewhere else and see what it means to hold a good job, like any of us old guys would do back in the day, or you can experiment with your management methodology and see if you can outdo the rest of your peers and produce a workforce in your shop that's both happy and productive.